Welcome back to another star-studded episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, old no-name Zach Main, and I'm here with... Insert tuba noise. I'm Alex Sander Beardsley, and I love messing things up. As you do, uh, we're here closing out the season nearly with yeah, episode almost. season two, episode uh, 19, right? Yeah. Uh, which includes Jellyfish Hunter and the Fry Cook Games. Jellyfish Hunter. Yeah, I think that uh, of the two, people will remember the Fry Cook Games the most. Uh, I think that some people definitely, though, will remember the Jellyfish Jelly song. Yes. <coughs> um, they're both pretty memorable episodes. I feel like this it really feels like, just like at the end of season one, when we were like, oh, these, are, these episodes are starting to feel like season two episodes. The, these are starting to feel like season three episodes, if that, yes. if that makes sense. Definitely. And uh, this was an episode that actually Matt wanted to be on, right? Was that it? Uh, I think he requested this one specifically when we first had started. Oh, but, I don't remember. You know, due to our scheduling issues, it's just us. Sweet Matt Hagen. Yep. Who was almost on an episode once. Yeah, he was on one that we recorded more than half of. That and then left. it got destroyed by a like power surge or something. Yep. At my house. <laughs> what are the chances? So uh, we will be getting to that shortly. In the meantime, why don't you tell the folks at home who won the fantasy game between us last week? Uh, well, my team always has a uh, moral, like it's always a moral victory for us, whether we win or lose. And the shitbirds, that's, that's my squad. Uh, you know, I am the, I'm the coach. I'm at the helm of the shitbirds. Uh, flight through uh fantasy football land and uh yeah but this week was a tough one on account of uh zach and i played each other i had the chance to be up two games yeah but instead we ended with the same record yeah but if you won it was the same record and you won yeah because my team did bad that's true I do have... They lived up to their name for once. I do have the top-scoring running back and tight end. Wow. Combo. Good. I still have more yeah. points than you. That's cool. That's cute. That means something. That's cool. Just kidding. It means uh, a lot. It was a fun little game to follow. Um, it ended late in the night when I had passed you. Yeah, it came down to Russell Wilson's performance on Monday night. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep, and, of course, and uh, he, did, he did good because a good Christian team do. is looking to make it in the playoffs. Eh, probably not, though. It's, it's gonna, a you got good a tough, Christian way. You have a tough road ahead of you. Jake might knock you out. I'll see you in the bubble bowl. Yeah. Um. So that 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 covers the football portion of this. Uh, you have anything else you want to say? Um, not much. 
Yeah, this tomorrow is my last day of work until for the year. So to bring up what I said before, I guess since nobody has said anything either way, I think that we will take a brief intermission uh, in between seasons to maybe be able to get some of the stability back into the podcast when we do jump into season three. And I don't, I don't think it'll be very long. You know, it's not going to be like multiple months or half a year or anything, I don't think. Um, but, you right. know, we'll be doing other things in the meantime and we'll be, uh, you know, we'll have kind of a catalog of these hopefully so we can get back to the regular occurrence of them. Because this one's probably going to be out a little late as well because it's already Tuesday. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess that about covers the intro. Don't really need to go into too much more. Yeah. I'm a realistic fish head. <laughs> <clears throat> My computer's just doing some weird shit. Say the line. <laughs> Are you ready, Zach? Aye, aye, Alex. And we're back with Jellyfish Huntail. Uh, storyboard artists were, or storyboard directors first were uh, Walt Dorn Paul, and Paul Tibbet. Uh, storyboard artists Carson Kugler, William Reese, and Eric Weiss. Writers were Dorn Tibbet and Mark O'Hare. Animation director was Andrew Overtoom, and our creative director for this episode. You may remember he creative directed the episode one, season 19, as well. <laughs> as well as every other episode. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Episode one, season 19. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. He, well, probably not that one. It probably exists, though. No, I don't think they're that high. They're on like 13 or 14. Um, he's done everyone. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's the one. Uh, the one, the one. Derek Drymon. The one, the one. Derek Drymon. So this episode starts at Jellyfish, Jellyfish Fields. jellyfish fields and there is a narrator talking about jellyfish fields we see the population of jellyfish fields because we see the jellyfish four million sign four million jellyfish live there that's crazy there must be a annual quota um and you can see some jellyfish swimming around or flying around whatever you want to say um 
But where there is jellyfish, there is the jellyfish hunter. And then SpongeBob runs up with his glasses on, his jellyfish protective gear. He's got his net. He's got one hand cocked at like a 90 degree angle. And he's running up to catch a jellyfish. And he's la la lying. Perfect form. As he does. And technique. Yeah, it's like, the, it's kind of shot like a, ooh, a nature thing. And it's like the hunter's coming. But then he's like, la 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 la. Yeah, right. It's like, oh. It, it's so ridiculous. It um, is. We did establish, though, that jellyfish do like being sung to, and they like yeah. music. That's why. Yeah. It's part of the technique for catching them. It's great. Um, I do love that that's actually a thing. Well, I mean, that's like our... They don't like say that. I feel like point, it makes enough it, sense. But it basically is like... You, you could easily argue it. Yeah. You know? I mean... It's hard to argue against it, I mean. Yeah, we've come up with some good ideas of why things are in this. I think that's one of the tops. Um, But SpongeBob easily catches it uh, in his net, and he says, You're my 12th catch of the day. I'm going to call you 12-y. So he catches them, and he names them, as we find out. He tickles them with a little feather. Uh, He goes, Coochie, coochie, coo. And then the jellyfish, like, it kind of sneezes um, jelly. Yeah, it does. It sneezes jelly out of its tentacles. But it's almost like a, like you like sneeze so hard that you pee yourself or something. Yeah. It's that type of sneeze. Yeah. But... Uh, sneeze and... and spit? Excrit. Like, Excrit? Uh, like, shoot liquid out of you. Indeed. <laughs> um, so he says, uh, he says bye to 12 12 comes back and stings him like it's saying goodbye, and then it leaves. Next, we enter the blue jellyfish. SpongeBob recognizes him, uh, and he realizes that it's him. He uh, immediately leaves his jar of jellyfish that he just had the jellyfish squirted into just so he can catch this one. Who knows if he ever goes back to get it? Yeah. Um. Right. Um. So he didn't cap it. Did your? No cap. It's just a uncapped jelly just sitting out in the wild. Yeah. Um. Attract sea bears. Did for your like, uh, color blindness? Does the blue and purple like is it noticeable for you? Yes. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah, it's much darker blue. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like it's close enough. I feel like that. And the jellyfish are more of a pinkish color. Yeah, for sure. It's a yeah, it's a darker shade. But I feel like it's not totally different. Like the jelly doesn't look diff- that different. I don't know. It's it's very it's close enough that I, I would could say see that, how maybe it would get confused. Uh, I would say that they were both close. I think as a kid I always could tell better the jellyfish than the actual jelly. But uh, this time it seemed pretty clear, but I kind of knew the gimmick. Right. Um, So anyways, uh, first he gets up and he's floating like a jellyfish in the air, up and down, up and down. He's not singing. That's probably why it's not working. Um, But he he does that to try to catch the blue jellyfish and fails. Uh, Come to a standoff and he goes, well, it's just you and me again. We find out that he is caught and named every single jellyfish in jellyfish fields 
At least once. Except for him. No name. He's like a real shiny Pokemon. Yeah. Like, he really is. He's a different color. SpongeBob has caught all of them except for the blue one. There's mm-hmm. only one blue one. Yeah. The rest of them are pink. At least in jellyfish fields of Bikini Bottom. Yeah. Um. So who knows why he's blue? We'll never find out. Uh. But No Name, uh, takes two of his tentacles. They are tentacles, right? Yeah, I think that's what you call them. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, he mimics like. You know, giving somebody the rock's hand when he he says just bring it, you know. Yeah. But he says bring it. He just like yeah. buzzes, but it says bring it on on the bottom on yeah, the caption. Yeah, there's there's yeah there's a subtitle letting you know he is in fact saying bring it on. But yeah. yes. Yeah, and SpongeBob does a uh, very familiar type of war cry or chant, right? Um, we've seen it a similar type thing. I mean that it sounds similar to something that we're going to see in the future. I think it kind of the reminds magic me. conch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it involves like making a circle with your mouth and th- like slurping your tongue all the way around it. I feel. Woo! I feel like we have seen Patrick do that already in this. Yeah. Show. Yeah. At some point. When. Uh, when he tried to catch SpongeBob the, the jellyfish, Tuscan, the Tuscan Raider moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just you and me again. I've caught and named every jellyfish in this field at least once, except you. No name. So that happens. Uh, he is unable to catch him still. Uh, now we see him though. Try first. He's running. And then this part I thought was weird, right? Because he steps on a can, uh, yeah, like there's a no pop can or something. There's no payoff for the joke other than that. It sticks to his foot. It doesn't like make him fall or anything like that. You know, um, Right, it just... he he. It makes a noise when it hits the ground, and then he like brushes it off, and then he keeps running. Yeah, but he does run so fast that he flies off the cliff. Well, uh, yeah. Wait a second. Maybe the can was holding him down, and he. The can is already gone, though. Like they. Right, but maybe he like, he was like, "Oh, this is what it's like to run with this kind of weight." And then he ran extra fast because no can. I don't know. I'm grasping at straws here. Yeah, but he does. He and he's like he's running on the ground and then he jumps in the air and he's like running on the air. And then he's yeah, he falls down and he's running on his hands and he's got the net held with his legs. They have one like really close up of him running. And it reminds me of like the way that Will Ferrell runs in his movies. Yeah, you know, like very uh like pointed hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Very like robotic in a way yeah. or something, I guess. Um but yeah, basically it's that he's running uh There are a couple good there's a there's an extreme close up too of the him chasing the jellyfish and like his pupils of his eyes are the jellyfish. Yeah. It's very cool. cool. Yeah. And it ends with him uh, jumping up in the air, 
and may, like steam starts coming out. He brings in his arms and legs. Steam starts coming out of where his arms and legs are. And then from the bottom, there's fire. He propels himself out of his pants, mm-hmm. uh, which the animation for the pants like falling back is really good. Very three-dimensional. And, yeah, it's like... It's like when uh, like a rocket ship like detaches from like whatever it's like. Yeah, it's like not uh, being controlled by gravity. It just kind of falls off like it's in space. There's like a piece, yeah. Like there's usually a piece on like rockets and stuff that like drops off. Yeah. And like, you know, land, lands like. in a field somewhere that's like, it's needed for the launch, but it's not needed for the rest of the journey. So it's like, get rid of it kind of thing. Yeah. But he does that. And then he turns, like he fully rockets out. He's in his, he's rocketing out with his cocketing out, you know? Yeah. Um, and he is just in his underwear. He jumps up, tries to catch it. Does not. That's like the end of it. Says all barnacles. Uh, he's like, how do you do that? Doesn't understand how this jellyfish is apparently much more uh, right dexterous than he's not, the other ones. He's not that upset about it though. He's like excited by it. He's yeah. like, oh, that that old no name. Yeah, someday I'll catch him. Someday I'll catch old no name. And it's kind of like a sundown type thing too, like a nice reflection period. Yeah, right, right. It's like it's like the day is the day is done. You've caught, you've had your fun, but you couldn't catch the one, the one, uh, the blue one. But then it cuts to the crusty crab when SpongeBob is going on his break. So yeah, he, he's like, I'm going on my break, Mr. Krabs. He tells him you've got five minutes and SpongeBob's like, wow, one more minute than yesterday. Wow. So what his, an improvement. Yeah, he gets five minutes for a break. For not, lunch, specifically. For a lunch break, yeah. Not only that, uh, it's not always five minutes, and it seems like it's usually less. Right, right. Five is a long lunch. Yeah. <laughs> but we get another rocket-themed... Thing. Yeah, thing that happens. <laughs> Gag, or where whatever. He, he has a little like brown paper lunch bag with SB on it. He, it's like Sponge been written Bob. down there. That's what I can assume it stands for. Uh, and it's funny because he pours it out and it, inside of it is a Krabby Patty, which it's like he brought it in that bag, but like you wouldn't home. bring it from home, right? You're in the restaurant. <laughs> he made a hamburger at home. <laughs> yeah. But then it's also a big jar of jellyfish jelly. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Which is his <laughs> that he harvested. Yeah, so he like just cooked it and then put it in that bag. We would we were to assume, right? Or he yeah, right. Or he brought it from home. He cooked it earlier and it's just like, put oh, it in a bag. I don't know. Well he doesn't cook it at home. He would have brought it from the day before. Oh, I saved this in the fridge all night for lunch <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> uh it's pretty I, weird. Yeah. And also he he eats, you know, like they, they have to eat like just out on the floor. I guess it's like that in like fast food restaurants too, yeah. but it's still like, and I always, I don't know, there's something weird about seeing like a fast food worker, like sitting down at a table, like eating the food that is like <laughs> served at the restaurant. It's yeah. just like, what, like, <laughs> why, 
why are you eating that? Like, yeah. I don't know. Bring, bring, you know, it's like definitely not every day. Don't you not want to eat that? Right. It's like, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, but when you're young, you know. I guess. So, uh, the whole rocket thing being that he grabs his bag, lifts it up, and goes, SpongeBob, ready for launch. Like, launch? Get it? Uh, so he brings it up in there and he goes, and he pours everything out of it. Great uh, noises. Then he goes in, grabs a knife, and puts. Or, yeah, he does, right? He uses a knife, I think. He pours the whole jar, though, of jelly on the sandwich. Yeah. And then he smushes the bun back on top. Most of the jelly falls off because it was a lot. Um, he starts eating it. Right. And he's loving it so much. He's like... He's really into it. It's like when Harry met Sally. Yeah. And it's just SpongeBob enjoying it. And it catches mm. the eye of Fred. <laughs> A neighboring fish. Damn, damn, damn. Do you know that? Maybe. Do you need me to tell you what it is? Tell the people. It's that guy who reviews food. The food reviewer? I don't know what his name is. Uh, But yeah, he reviews food. And I think that's from like him reviewing five guys, specifically the one I know. Well, there you go. And he's like, uh, it's just funny. He's like this big black guy. He just gets really into it, real passionate about it. And uh, there was a thing. It was like where they take a video and um, a, a, a YouTube video where they take the video of the guy, but they turn it into a song, you know? Yeah, they call it Rippy Bits. Yeah, basically. And it's like. I just remember that. Like auto-tune? He's just like, yeah, they auto-tune it and turn it into a whole yeah. song. Like from auto-tune the news. It, right, that type of thing. Yeah. And then it's like, damn, damn, damn. And it's like a whole song of him saying that. <laughs> it's funny. And that's that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but Fred, uh, Fred goes, hey, buddy, what the heck is that? And he points to SpongeBob, who just goes, why, this is a hole, good sir. You see, I am a sponge, and we typically... But he's like, not that. That. And he, you see a close-up of this patty, a hand-painted close-up of it with jellyfish jelly on it, and it looks pretty scrumptious. It does, <coughs> yeah. It looks good. Have you ever eaten a burger with jelly on it? I don't think so. I you? have. Of course you have. Yes, I have. Fucking gay boy. Pretty good. I've had it with grape and strawberry. Not mixed together, of course. Why, though? Because of this episode? Yes, because of this episode, of course. You're dumb. It just sounded good at the time. I had it. It was good. I would put... The tastiest sandwich in the sea. Maybe, like, peanut butter and jelly on a burger. I could see that being good. But just jelly seems weird to me. It was good. It was good. Uh, sure, I mean, I believe you. I'm not saying it's not. But, but SpongeBob <laughs> refers to this. He's like, oh, it's just a little old Krabby Patty with jellyfish jelly. And then he tells him that he named it. I call it a Krabby Patty with jellyfish jelly. He's 0 for 2 on the clever names right now. We got 12 e or 3 for 3 for 3. 12 e no name and a Krabby Patty with jellyfish jelly. 
What would be a better name for this? I, I've never even thought of it. Jelly Patty? Which I, I mean, I guess anything's better is than Is the his official name because that's what Krabs paints on a billboard. Right. Jelly, Jelly Patty. That's like the logical thing to call it because you already know what a Krabby Patty is. This is a variant of that. What about a Jelly Krabby Patty? Krabby Jelly. Yeah. A Jelly Deluxe? Double jelly kelp fries. Yeah. Animal style, make it burn. <laughs> make it swim. <laughs> uh, so that's what it is. Uh, he lets Fred eat the f- the only burger that he's brought for lunch. Um, he takes a bite into it and... Well, no, he puts, uh, he puts jelly on Fred's burger. Oh, right, right. That's yeah. right. He doesn't. Yeah, give I was him thinking he gave own. it to him. Yeah, so he gives that it to he's Fred. Been eating, <laughs> but he, he does put some on Fred's. He does put a lot on it again. So he must have had another jar, pretty much, because he guess. used the he first. He just has jar. it on deck. He always has jelly with him. Yeah, but not in his bag, obviously, because it didn't fall out. Uh, and Fred, we should just play this part. This is of course his excitement of the jelly. Patty. I do just want to say before the clip, I love his line he says right at the beginning. Uh, right. I've got to tell someone about yeah, this. Yeah, he's so uh, enamored with the sandwich. He's like, I must speak of its brilliance. Yes. Who can I tell? Hey, buddy, what the heck is that? Why, this is a hole, good sir. You see, I am a sponge, and we typically... Not that. That. It's just a little old Krabby Patty smothered in jellyfish jelly. I call it a Krabby Patty with jellyfish jelly. Could I try some? Sure. Amazing. I've got to tell someone about this. Hey, all you people, hey, all you people, hey, all you people, won't you listen to me? I just had a sandwich, no ordinary sandwich, a sandwich filled with jellyfish jelly. Hey, man, you got to try this sandwich. It's no ordinary sandwich. It's the tastiest sandwich in the sea. This song we both remembered every word to. Um, super good. He's just walking around telling people about it. It goes from like a show. Well, what what would you say? Like, because it definitely changes tunes at point. It goes to like uh, when he goes, hey, man, you got to try this sandwich. I guess it's just a different kind of show tune. Yeah, um, it's 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 the show tune vibe, though, for sure. Different time yeah. signature. Right. Uh, it like has that. Right. It like slows down. Um, I don't know what that's called exactly. I'm sure there's a exact word for what we're describing, but yeah. we don't know it. But he. Uh, he stops and there's a crowd around him. He's dancing on the table at the end of it. And there's cheering, but nobody's moving. No movement. Yeah, there's no movement. So it's really weird. It's still people. But 
But this next line maybe ties into that. He says, SpongeBob, who's playing Squidward's records again? So right. either Squidward plays show tuny type records in the restaurant, or maybe he just plays records of cheering to cheer himself up. That's why they weren't moving because it's just the record playing. I don't know. That's a that's a long shot, but I I get what you're saying. Could be. Who uh, knows? It's fine. It is a weird thing though. Like, I just to, assumed to like it's like not. Although I don't know, I, Mr. Crab seems like he wouldn't mind this type of music, but I guess he likes like sea shanties and stuff. So like show tunes is like bad to him. So yeah. he's like, he just thinks it's like garbage, like you know, sissy artist stuff. Or yeah, something. Sure. I don't know. Just different, but Krabs doesn't understand. Uh, but he's <clears> like, no, and I was just sharing my jellyfish jelly with the customers. Um, and then you can see all the customers eating it and they're loving it. Uh, he tries to give one to Mr. Krabs. He tells him to send his taste buds on a journey. Krabs gives it the old sniff. And then he is taken back. He says... Messing with the Patty's formula? That's mutiny. Why I oughta... But then Fred steps up. Yeah, and he just says, Sir, this is the greatest thing I've ever eaten. I'm gonna come back here for lunch every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, Krabs loves the sound of it. He's fully erect at this point. He's, uh, He's looking so at Fred... Great. And then Fred turns into like George Washington style with the powdered he's on wig. The dollar, and the, right. Yeah, he's on the dollar <clears throat> bill. He's wearing old style clothes. But then he, even in the the vision, he goes, "Hey, buddy, are you all right?" Right. <laughs> Breaking the illusion, the the daydream. Uh, but Mr. Krabs is like so excited he can't speak. Not like. Not like uh, excited. Mrs. Puff can't speak. This is like uh, babbling. Like he can't sit. Yeah. He's trying to talk, but he just can't. It's not like. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not the happy and with your mouth wide open type of yeah. deal. Uh, so Krabs has an idea. How about. SpongeBob goes out and fishes some of those money fish for him. And SpongeBob says, Oh boy, getting paid to jellyfish? That's my life's dream. And he goes, Well, keep dreaming. This'll be on your time. Krabs gives him a net, so Krabs has his own net for some reason that he's bought. Yeah. Must be a jellyfisher sometimes, but not good. SpongeBob is okay with doing it for free also he's yeah. still excited to do it he's not getting paid and he's not able to work at that time what a what a cheapskate crabs oh fuck oh man so uh he he says now uh go get me some jellyfish and make it quick but right before you know right before he says quick SpongeBob is already back, and he has a jar with holes in the top of it, in the lid, that has a jellyfish in it. And he's like, SpongeBob, uh, we're going to need more than one. Right. Um, so, 
then he goes on to this um this whole thing about uh how there's this whole ecosystem of hungry customers that uh but then he kind of like stops on his tracks and he's like don't tell me you've stopped caring for the customer yeah he's really trying to guilt trip him. guilt spongebob like oh don't think about catching more right don't think about how many i'm having think about how many the people want you know do it for the people do it for the rock right right um do it for the rock i did it for the rock <laughs> um so SpongeBob, of course, I love. He like shrieks. He's like <laughs> very scared of even the the thought of not caring no, for the customer. Never. Right. Um, and Mr. Krabs is like, "Well, get out there and give me more jellies." Like he realizes he's he's uh, successfully uh, guilted SpongeBob into doing it. But SpongeBob uh, puts his faith in him, and he says. Uh, just make sure the jellyfish are comfortable. They are oh so sensitive. And he leaves, but then Krebs is all sinister, and he goes... His oh. eyes are all mean-looking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll keep them comfortable, all right. Inside of me wallet. Agagagagagagag. Uh, so, so then we have SpongeBob catching jellyfish. He has, like, a multi-headed net, like, with, like, I don't know, like six, yeah, you know, nets on it or something. All on one, and they all get these same jellyfish right. that are spaced out the same way. Perfectly spaced out. Yeah. It's basically just a big montage of different stuff, um, right? So he catches those, shows up with some jars, and grabs right. is, at this point, up on mm. top, painting a sign that says, Home of the Jelly Patty, above right. the Krusty Krab. And, and he says, I'm going to need more. And then that's where the... It starts the yeah, real, but also when he's up there, it definitely looks like the yell the ladder is like not the right angle, and he's about to fall for sure. It's about to fall forward. Yeah, it's an impossible angle, especially with him standing on top. Anyways, yes. So we get uh, we get SpongeBob cutting a rope. And it, like, launches this big trap. A big net. Yeah, even though it's very well spaced out to where they could all escape. Uh, SpongeBob gets them all anyways and brings them in. It's like, five at the at that point. Yeah, and then um, he needs more. Uh, this time he's painting jellyfish on the walls of the restaurant, Mr. Krabs. And he's got a shirt that says, I love jellyfish. Or yeah, I heart, I heart, heart jellyfish. picture of jellyfish. Right. Yeah. Um, Right, three three images, I heart and a jellyfish. Well, I think it's the letter I. Yeah. Yeah, not the. Well, not the right, right, right. Yeah. But three. But it could three be. things. Yeah. I mean, not no words. It's like the a letter T I with though. a line on the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the top, or a T with a line on the bottom. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Or yeah. Yep. I get it. <laughs> uh. Yes. Next, we get. SpongeBob, who has a mustache on, uh, and he there's a jellyfish hive that says for rent. All the jellyfish go in, and then they're in a giant net. It's a big net behind it. It falls forward, and then has like a mechanical door that closes it off. Yeah, it's high tech shit. It is. A lot of this is the next. 
you know, and basically in between all these, it's P- Crab saying, more SpongeBob. Yeah. Uh, we get him driving a giant wooden robot of himself. A mecha. Yeah, but it's made of wood. A wooden mecha. Yeah. Um, and it, like, catches a bunch of jellyfish because there is a lot of them. He, of course, his cockpit is inside of the mouth. Yeah, and he even, the next thing we see, he's, like, reaching his hand in the Krusty Krab. Krabs his giant even, hand, yeah. Yeah, Krabs doesn't even blink at it. He's just like, what don't you understand about more? And it's, like, a big jar with a lot of them in there. Yeah. And it's like, oh. It's never enough, though. Right. We get SpongeBob. There's like six of him, and they're catching six jellyfish all at the same time. Uh, right. He multiplies, and then uh, what do we have then? And then, then we just get like a montage, mostly of crabs saying more. Right. More. At one point, Krabs is like up on a table, More. like in a seductive, seductive pose. More. And then there's like a, the one we both were talking about where it just looks really weird. Yeah, that should be the episode image if you can. Yeah, I feel like that's that's something that if you showed someone, they'd be like, "That's not from a real episode." It's yeah. like, no, it He's is like though. Like a decrepit painted. It's like crab. a weird looking, yeah, really f- fucking gross looking version of him. But he's only on the screen for one second, you know. Yeah, apparently that's known as more crabs, M O A R crabs, because it's him saying more. And it's a meme. So apparently it is an internet oh, thing that they It's know. already a meme. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I've never seen it I in the wild, it. but uh yeah, I, that's what this says. Probably everything is. I mean, whether they're well known memes or not is the the difference. You know? Yeah. Uh the next thing we see after all the more, 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 uh, we get to nighttime. We see jellyfish fields, population four million. It's crossed out, and there's a zero on it in red. And SpongeBob goes, Well, there's no more. I always remember that because it's like his response to all the moors. Right. Uh, Now that's jellyfishing, and he spins the jellyfish on his hand like a basketball on his finger. Yeah, he's proud of himself. But then from behind the rock, we can see it's no name. Yes. And SpongeBob's forgotten about him. And he's doing the creep. When you want to make friends at the ATM, do the creep. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know I was a creep since the day I was born. Yes. <laughs> Came busting out my mom and like some catacombs. <laughs> you did. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great little uh, voice that guy's got. Yeah. Uh, so then we get to SpongeBob is uh, walking. We can tell that the jellyfish is following him, but he he just kind of turns his eyes, but he can't. He doesn't turn himself. And he, he like goes, has the feeling. Yeah, though. he goes. It feels like somebody wants to sell me something, and he turns around, and there's nothing. There's nothing. He's like, ee. you know, he's like keeps going. Yeah. But then we see there are two businessmen behind the rock. Yeah, and he's like, I told you he was on to us. Yeah. And one of them, like, gets up and looks. They one of them has faces. a comically long mustache, too. Similar yeah. to the one SpongeBob wore a minute ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a very memorable uh, little gag. 
Because, like, what a weird thing to say. And right. then it's like, oh, it's he was actually right, true. Actually. Right. Yeah, but then we can see he's running. Uh, the jellyfish keeps hiding behind the rocks uh, every time he turns around. And he goes, I'm not interested in anything you're selling. He gets in his house, gets in, and he goes, Whoo, that sure felt like, ha ha. Oh, man, I must be working too hard. Cue the telephone ring. And then this line's funny. I'll get it, Gary. Yeah. So There's a couple we, funny Gary lines in this. Yes. Even though Gary's not even in the episode. Right, but we learned mentioned. some things about Gary. Gary has been known to answer the phone. Yeah, the, right. It's right? He, like, he has people call for him. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, Gary. I will get it this time. Right, right. Uh, he has people. Right, like he's expecting calls. Yep. And he but, answers the phone sometimes. Yes, and he answers it as, hello, SpongeBob's house. <clears throat> SpongeBob speaking. Hello. Yeah, and uh, it's just breathing. And it cuts to the... Uh, the, the, gang, je- the gangrel music. <laughs> it's similar. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's it cuts to the jellyfish, though, and he's at a payphone, and he's just breathing into the phone. Like he's in a scary movie, like he's in Scream. It's like a freak. Uh, when a stranger calls is what it's oh, is specifically. It? I guess Scream is just from. Do you like scary movies? Yeah, I mean Scream like did reference other scary movies too. You know, like that was all part of the gimmick of Scream. It was like a self-aware scary yeah. movie. Scream is actually dope. The first one. I don't know yeah. if I, I, I saw the second one, but I don't really remember it. The first one, I remember being like, whoa, that was like actually a good movie. Like You didn't see the fourth one? The no, newest one? not yet. I never did either. Uh, anywho, we get to SpongeBob hanging up, and he's like, Haha, wrong number. He's just trying to kind of tell himself, like, everything's fine. Uh, we see that No Name now has like a wire cutter or pliers or something, and he cuts the power on SpongeBob's yeah, house. Just just the power and all the power to the house. This is all very unnecessary. It, it, right, that's what I'm saying. what his motives are. But I guess, he, there, I guess he is mad at SpongeBob, though, a little bit. Sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, right. he cuts the power, and then the door opens. Heh <laughs> Gary, for, I guess Gary forgot to pay the electric bill. Oh, that right, too. Gary is also paying the electric bill. The electricity is is in Gary's name. Yes, and it's his responsibility <laughs> and, every and month to do it. And he pays it, right. Um. <clears throat> right, but then, uh, then there's a weird little shape that's like moving across the ground. It kind of looks like Gary, but it also just looks like the jellyfish with his tentacles, like really close to the ground. Um, and he's like, Gary, is that you? Uh, yeah, good idea, Gary. There's probably candles in the kitchen. And he walks in, but there's no candles. There's a fridge open, and on the ground sits a Krabby Patty with jellyfish jelly. Jellyfish j- jelly. And it does look a little bit different. Yeah. You can uh, tell before Spongebob A keen Spongebob eye will notice yeah. that it is blue jelly. Right, and Spongebob just... He sees it and he goes, hello, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here, oh delicious one? <laughs> Little snack will calm my nerves. 
And he goes, Mmm, oh, yeah. a Krabby Patty with blue jelly. <gasps> blue jelly! <laughs> <laughs> the scream is nuts. Classic. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, so old no name came in, squirted himself on the jelly, and then now oh, he's here. Right. And he's like, "Oh, hey, old no name, uh what's happening?" I love that. He's trying to be he's he's in his own house and he's like so frightened of this this jellyfish. I just love how he's just like, "Oh, hey, like what's that? What, what brings you here?" You yeah, know, like you into my house. Like yeah. you know, uh just trying to sell that he's casual. He's not afraid, but of course, no name uh, gives him reason, shows him that he should be afraid because he's got a net and a jar, and he catches SpongeBob and then jars him up. And he looks like the little sausage from the April Fools. That's right. He's like all pressed up against the glass. Like yeah, he's ri- it's a tight fit. Yeah, and he's like, "What are you gonna do with me?" And then as they're going, he goes, "Pu, what smells like big business?" That was a line that we would quote in high school as well. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't remember that factory. And then there's just a big factory yeah. there. Like, I assume this always seemed like it was, like, in jellyfish fields to me. Like, or, like, out, just outside of it for some reason. But, I yeah, there's really no factory. There's no indicator says, yeah. of where it is. But for some reason, it always seemed like that. I guess... It kind of seems like it's out in the middle of nowhere, too. Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, that's more... I'm just saying, like, in the way I always thought of it was it was at... It was, like, in Jellyfish Fields, the factory. But it's definitely not. Right. But then we get to uh, your boy Krabs. Well, actually, we don't know that it's Krabs yet. But I think we can all assume because... Like in I mean, SpongeBob's head too. It's like even as a you, kid, I remember thinking, "Well, yeah, this is Mr. Krabs." Yeah, it's like this. he's been right. getting all the jellyfish. It's right. pretty obvious who's behind it. Right. But SpongeBob has his own big reveal, right? Uh, so basically, he's like looking in. Uh, old No Name saw what's happening to the jellyfish, and he's showing SpongeBob, uh, and they're being like milked. Until they're uh, all dried out, yeah, and then like, they're being put in trash cans. It's all like robotic arms, like milking them dry and then tossing them in a trash can. And coochie, then like, coochie, coo. Yeah, the rolling pin. Rolling pin, and then like the citrus, like the orange oh, juice. Oh, yeah, that was the worst. Like, like it the juice, yeah. The pops it down get... and then twists it back and forth. Yeah, there's an episode of Happy Tree Friends where one of the little animals does that with one of the animal's eyeballs. Oh. And it's yeah. all bloody. It's hilarious that shows good you ever i've never it? watched it it's i a, know what it is no. but i've never watched it well well okay then but uh, yeah coochie coochie coo that that's the thing from earlier but this is obviously a less humane way of doing it than yeah. than the way spongebob did it because they're know? just tossing them in the trash too and yeah they're drying up uh and he says, first he says, what is this horrible place? And then he says, what kind of monster is responsible for this horror? So he still hasn't put it together yet. Right. right. And like we know, and that's like why this reveal is good because of what Mr. Krabs is doing. It still makes it a fun reveal, even yeah. though we know it's going to be Mr. Krabs. But, right. but we could have also thought maybe he's selling it to someone to do. Right. Who knows? Sure. But they're canning a lot of jelly. There's like, he's got hundreds of jellyfish. Uh, when we see Mr. Krabs, he's on an exercise bike 
Well, it's it's really just a regular bike. It's a weird the, yeah, looking. Yeah, the back thing. of it has been taken off, and re- where the chain is is replaced to this machine, which is running the whole. It's ordeal. like a real long chain too. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole thing is pretty strange looking, but the bike has like tassels on the handlebars, like so. It's just weird. The whole thing. Yeah, and he's kind of an exercise. He's gear. in a purple he's, jumpsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hoodie and uh, sweatpants. Right. Uh, but he is saying to himself, that's it, boys. Keep that gelatinous gold mine flowing. Agagagagag. So you can tell he doesn't feel bad about it at all. SpongeBob remarks to old no-name, Mr. Krabs? No. He realizes that's why he was brought there. Um, and he, they're, they're going to come up with a plan to... Uh, you know, mess with crabs. Cut to crabs with headphones on, listening to some music. And yeah. it's like, give it all you got. Dance, dance, dance. Get it on. Take it to the top. That's, I guess, what the music is saying. Yes. Uh, you can hear a little bit of it. Yeah, but you can hear SpongeBob going, Mr. Krabs, stop this Yeah, madness. They, they break through the window. He's riding on... No name. Yeah. So Krabs no, can hear it through the headphones. He no name's really like increased in size. Yeah. To to huge. make this happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they bust through the window too, which is like, whoa, that's pretty. That's a lot of force. Yeah, they break the glass. Yeah. Um, Krabs is like, uh, this isn't what it looks like, SpongeBob. Why we're just uh, having a little tea party. It's SpongeBob, SpongeBob almost falls for it. Yeah, he jumps off. And he, uh, he kind of, uh, I don't know what you would say. He jumps off and he like looks all giddy and he's like, Ooh, a tea party. Yeah. Oh boy, a tea party. And then no name taps him and it's it, like, like zap, zap, zap. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, you know, he kind of snaps back into it. <clears throat> but you, you can, tricked me. You can tell he didn't zap him hard though. Right. He, he was just, just like, Hey him. buddy. So all those times that we see jellyfish, like, seemingly like zap someone on accident it's like no they kind they, of they kind of meant yeah they kind of meant to do it that bad yeah <laughs> uh which will be relevant in a minute but he says that uh he's col- he wouldn't have collected all them if he knew that that was their fate he says jellyfish need wide open space and fresh air spongebob is very even though he catches them he's a big advocate for them living animal rights yeah and uh, more power to him. Like, I love it. This is very an inhumane way of doing things. Yeah, as a as a vegan person, uh, I'm very into this message that this episode has in this way. Um, you know, animals are are like they. I believe they deserve to live, and that's that's basically the end of it. You know, nematodes are people too. Yeah, um, like anything, it's like. To me, it's like if it if it is born and it's alive, you know, it should be allowed to to live. But that's just me. But that's kind of you know a similar you know a, a less extreme my version. It's a my thing is more a more extreme version of the message in this episode. But the, the it's Definitely. the same. It's the same uh, you know the same sentiment. Right. And I'm into it. I like it. But. Uh... He says, well, we just see crabs go easy, boy. What are you doing with that? Cut to SpongeBob with a giant 
uh, monkey wrench or an alligator wrench. It says. Is that what it says? I, I guess. It's just a big wrench. I thought. It'd I guess be a that makes wrench. sense because it has like the alligator mouth. The teeth. But I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I've never heard it called that. I don't think. Right. That's not what the Foo Fighters would call it. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, he goes something I should have or something that should have been done a long time ago. Krebs goes no, and then we cut to SpongeBob going over to the big vat that the jellyfish are in, and there's just one hatch on it, and he's sque he's tightening one of the bolts on it, and goes this squeaky bolt on this door was driving me crazy. <laughs> like it was moving. It was that squeaky. Like, it, it, yeah. Like he's been there doing, before and it was bugging him. It's not doing anything. Uh, <laughs> but the whole thing's made of glass surrounded yeah. by this one metal hatch. So you'd think he's going to break the glass and right. free them. Uh, but he, that's doesn't. what Mr. Krabs is thinking. Yeah. Krabs even, uh, gives a sigh of relief, but then cut back to SpongeBob. And now I'm going to set these jellyfish free. Yeah, and he, he like, grabs He's the so hatch, and, and he grabs it by, like, the edge. There's a yeah, handle on handle. it, yeah. and he does not grab the handle. He just it, – it, and he clearly saw the handle. Like, you couldn't not see the handle. Yes. Like, he, he goes right around it and, like, grabs the, the edge of the door. It doesn't work, obviously. Krabs but I guess it wouldn't have mattered anyway yeah, because – Yeah, Krabs isn't worried anyways because – uh, the only way that you can uh, open the door, well, I guess the exact wording in this is important because it's kind of funny that he says, the door's voice activated and it will only open if I say open, which he just did before, but it didn't he open until it, he said it the he second He said open time. twice, right? Yeah, but the second time he did, it like goes green and says open and all the jellyfish are let out. Yeah. SpongeBob is giddy, yelling Mr. Ramsey's name. Yeah. Freedom! Freedom! Mr. Krabs attempts to escape on his stationary bike. Yeah, because they all bunch up into one giant. They're coming towards him, yeah. And he's like, oh, I got to get out of here. You'll never catch me. But of (laughs) course, it doesn't move. Yeah, you can see that it's not moving. It's a close up, so you can't see all of him, but you can tell that the environment's not moving. Right, right. And we know what he's on. Yeah. But he forgets. And he's like, what? And then he's like, he blames the the blasted exercise craze that was going on at the time, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh,. The jellyfish sting the fuck out of them. Yeah, they don't all do it separately. They like join together to make one sting. They join together. And at first it doesn't look like a huge sting, but then you cut to the door where SpongeBob is and the light from it is blinding. Yeah. Blinded by the light. Yeah. Wrapped up like a douche. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Go kart Mozart. Yeah. That's a line from that song too. (laughs) <laughs> a different part, but yeah. Uh, so they're all leaving, and SpongeBob tells them goodbye, friends. Krabs walks out, burnt to shit, and he goes, "I'm taking jelly off the menu," which it's like, sure you got zapped, but they didn't take your jars, and now you have a shitload of jars of jelly. At least just sell the ones you have, right? It's already been done. Jelly. What are you gonna do with the jelly? Jelly jars. I don't know. What are you going to do? he's got a lot of them. Got a lot of jelly. 
Uh, but yeah, so he's gonna have to, I don't know, make jelly sandwiches for the next decade. Is that worse than selling it? Because he's not making money off it? Something that jellyfish don't care about? It makes him a better person At this somehow? point, he's, I don't get he it. already has the jelly. The jellyfish can't take it back. Yeah, but he's taking it off the menu. Maybe they can take it back. Well, they didn't, at least. We don't know, though. Oh, they, like, absorbed it back into themselves? Somehow, they could. Maybe. Maybe they can do that. They sneeze they it out of their. Shit. They sneeze it out of the ends of their tentacles. Their so butts. That's their butts on the end of their tentacles. Yeah. They have they have butts, multiple butts. Yeah. Isn't that what jelly comes out of? <laughs> A butt. <laughs> are you saying that those, uh, those tentacles are udders then? That's like what they he has. They do milk them. Right. So they're nipples. Nipples? You're the one who said butt, though. <laughs> it could be all of them. But, but. But I am the robot. Is that what you were talking about? No, I was oh. talking about. Damn, you didn't get that? You didn't set me up for that my life as a I teenage robot I didn't set you up reference? for that on purpose. Damn. No, I was doing butt, butt, butt from It's Always Sunny. Oh. The butt, butt dance. Yeah, the butt butt. He's like, there. It's literally just him like pulling his jeans <laughs> up and like, wa- yeah. w- wagging his butt and saying butt butt over and over. I like the and way they're he, all like cracking up. <laughs> like I like it's the, the way best. he incorporates the ass in the butt. <laughs> That's from role models. Uh, but to finish SpongeBob, uh, SpongeBob makes a joke off it. Ha! He really got burned on that deal. <laughs> Says all is as it should be. Puts his net away. Or uh, brings his net out. I promise never to use this jellyfish net for anything but pure sport again. Jellyfish aren't meant to be captured forever. Here comes No Name. Right into the net. Flies right in the net. And he's like, oh, No Name. I guess I can name you now. I'll call you Friend. It's a very... Oh, for four on the clever names. It's a very casual way that he, like, goes into his net. It's like a... Friend, he doesn't go all the way in. He goes in enough to be like, "Hey, look, you caught me." Yeah, oh, you, know? you got me. Yeah. I think Bulbasaur does that in the Pokemon show. He goes into a ball. He like catches himself for Ash to be like, "Hey, I'm ready to be caught." He's because he likes Ash. He yeah. wants he wants to be with. Ash. He like whips yeah. the ball away the whole episode, but then he's like. I'm going to do it myself. Like, yeah, I'm right. yours, bud. Yeah, right, right. It's yeah, that is like right. That. It is Bulbasaur. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> um, he reaches his hand out. Old No Name <laughs> stings him, but he stings him uh, a little too much, and his hand gets big, red, and like. That's swollen. what I was saying. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like a. Like, yeah, we're friends, but yeah. fuck you, buddy. Yeah. He's just <laughs> yeah 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 right. I'm just like he's like I could have just not zapped you as hard, but I decided to give you a little yeah something because we're friends. We're fucking yeah. around. Um, that's let's what they goof do. around and wrestle. So that's the end of that episode. I loved it. It's another one that shows how good of a person SpongeBob is, how good of a jellyfisher he is, while also 
showing still that Mr. Krabs is a greedy a-hole and should be punished. I think, yeah, for for being a episode that only really had Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob in yeah, it. Yeah, no Squidward. Even no though Squidward or Sandy or even Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Um, but Fred had a big role. Yeah. Um, and the jellyfish has a big role. And uh, I, uh, Patrick has a big role. <laughs> On his belly. <laughs> but, um, no, I think it's like qu- a quintessential, like, SpongeBob episode. It's very, uh, it's got everything you want. It's got a song. I've, I've said that in the past. Like, the best ones have a song, in my opinion. But it's got a song. It's got a fun story. It's got a unique story. Great um, visuals. Good message. Uh, yeah, good, good visuals. Like I said, these episodes are like getting more and more complicated and i feel like once we get into season three we get some craziness going on um and we'll see in the the next episode we're about to talk about the fry cook games there's some pretty cool animation stuff happening uh i think personally while we're on just quick on the topic i think the fry cook games is one of the best looking episodes and i remember always thinking that like it's very visually pleasing but this one is no different um because like the the uh patties with the jelly on them the close-ups there's like really good close-ups in this episode yeah they even when they pull them apart they're all stuck it looks like glue or cheese yeah. you know that's it's really sticky. it's nice it's really well it's a well done episode like just really a good one yep uh so without further ado uh we'll take a quick commercial break to talk about our patreon uh where you the listener can support us the podcast boys uh directly uh at patreon.com slash striped sweater you can become a supporter and we've got a fun little reward available for you at our three dollars here if you give us one dollar a month though we will throw you on our facebook page where we have a list of everyone who supports us um and if you decide to give us three dollars a month you can become a Goofy Goober, uh, which is a very exclusive list of people that get a personal shout-out on each and every episode of our podcast. And those two gents, one of them is a fellow by the name of... Yellow. Jordan Lang. And... Pink. Jacob Borth. Those are the guys. Jacob and Jordan, thank you all to too much thank, thank you, you too J much and J. J and J JL and JB Jables Jables uh, and Rage Cage um, yeah thank you guys so much if you guys want to uh, support us you can find us at patreon.com slash stripe sweater and uh, if you want us to say your name on these, get some recognition, at least uh, get some love directly from us, then that's the best way to do it currently. Absolutely. Other, and if you want to do it a free way of doing it, just you know, shoot us a message. We might talk about it, but and the free, it's not nearly as special. The freest way to get talked about on the podcast is leave us a review. Yeah. On uh, Apple. Because I haven't checked we'll check it, and I'm pretty sure last time I checked it wasn't too, too long ago. There wasn't anything new that I had seen, yeah. but a review would be cool, and a rating. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.
And now we're back with the Fry Cook Games. Okay. Um, episode 39B was our storyboard directors were Jay Lender and Dan Pavenmeyer, written by them too, and Meriwether Williams. Animation director was Tom Yasumi, creative director. Derek Drymon again. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's D D. <laughs> Just D D. Yeah. It's Dexter's sister, D D herself. Um, so this episode is one that you will remember heavily if you were into SpongeBob, and if not, you are in for a treat. The uh, this is definitely going to be a top it's one. It's a fun one. We start in three dimensions. With a sweet shot, yeah. That's right. We start with a giant coliseum uh, that have like fish athletes carved in stone on the side, and there's a whole walk-up with grass, and we see a camera moving side to side. We can see the top of the... Uh, Coliseum, we can see what look like people. They're like big black blobs, and they're right. moving. They're they're rustling in as well. There's a lot of action, right? And you can see that there's three dimensions to it. Right, right. The camera, right. It like starts on the ground and like actually like goes up, so you can see the stadium from above. Yeah. Um. So and then we see a bunch of horns play. Right. And even the horns themselves have some depth to them. Yeah, you know, and they're painted. They're, they're like very nice. Good. Yeah, it's a nice looking thing. Yes, they really put a lot into this. We know that this is the fast food coliseum. Great, right? Yeah. Only imagine what we're in for. Yeah. So we, and as we're looking at uh the stadium and people going in, next thing you know, there's a giant fish head on the screen and he goes, "Welcome sports fans." To the 21st annual Bikini Bottom Fry Cook Games. And that would mean that they started this in 1980. Which is pretty cool. They do it every year since. Right on. Actually, I don't think the fish the fish doesn't... It's just his voice there at the beginning. He doesn't actually come on the screen yet, I don't think. Okay. Do you know I what I mean? I guess you're right. Yeah, doesn't yeah. Doesn't seem right? No, yeah, you're right for sure. So then the horns are the, played. The uh, the guy, there's a guy uh, running up, the guy with the torch, which is like the Olympics thing, right? There's the, yeah. l- the lighting of the torch ceremony. Right, where and they send it all across. All across the world or whatever. Yeah. And then the, the fire, same flame. The yeah. same flame. And then that flame is used to, to light the big torch at the games. And this and, it says here that, that it's Harold. It, does it look like Harold? Oh, I guess maybe it is, but. But he, he definitely—I really... never put the two and two together. It, this guy always looked a little different to me. I don't think it's really because he's like an athletic, be, yeah. running guy. Right. I don't think okay. it's supposed to be, but uh, the wiki people decided it was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he runs up to the stair, runs up the stairs because the 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 torch is, of course, at the top of the stadium, um, and it's a giant burger. Uh, the torch instead of like whatever it normally is like I don't know wood or something like paper I don't know yeah 
I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so it's a burger. Um, he tries to light it, and of course, there's a gust of wind that blows out the flame just before he can light up. Yeah, yeah. the tiny flame. Because he has, like, a burger on, like, a, a fork. On a fork, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's the flame that he's carrying, is, right. is a burger also. Yeah. And this, uh, I'm sure, I feel like this is a specific place like the Colosseum or something look like that. I don't really recall, but I do know that this does look, the stadium reminds me a lot of the uh, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, which it may be a reference to, but uh, that is, you know, it's like very old. The The style is very similar and mm-hmm. they have a giant torch on top. And it was a big deal for the start of this game to light the torch before the game because it was their home opener that I went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it was probably in the Olympics at some point. Yeah. It may be modeled off that stadium. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Could be. It, it was really cool because, you know, that stadium, they're not going to play football next year there. It's the... It's uh, the last year. What is it? The... The Rams. The Rams. Yeah. Where are the Rams going? They're building a new stadium. It's oh. almost done. Oh. Cool. Um. Anyways, after so, the yeah, after the burger gets blown out, it goes to like a please stand by screen. Right. And then it cuts back to the horns. Right. And uh he's running up again. He's got a new flame on his burger. He's making sure that it doesn't go out. Yeah, you can tell it's new because now he's actually panting and breathing very heavily. He's very tired. And he's holding his hand around the the flame so it doesn't go out. And yeah, so he had to like run all the way back there and then run up. Right. Uh, he goes up to the hamburger and he says it again. I declare these fry cook games open. But then he lights the burger. Everyone starts cheering. And then a second later, he just bursts into bursts, flames. Yeah. He's not even touching the fire. Right. And uh, the crowd like gasps. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now we get to a close up of. The announcer who says, so begin the 21st Fry Cook Games. I'm a realistic fish head, and it's a beautiful day here at Bikini Bottoms Fast Food Coliseum. Uh, and he like shows up right on the screen. He takes up the whole thing. The area is blurry in the background. He's got a whole microphone on him. As we've said before, he's animated uh, where they just like move his mouth up and down as a separate piece. Uh, and he's a painted nice fish. I mean, most people I think will remember the, the big fish head. Right. For sure. It's a iconic part of SpongeBob, I think. Um, but yeah, he has some pretty good stuff. He says, uh, as we see some of the, uh, competitors, you know, uh, performing their events, uh, there's a woman doing javelin with a straw trying to get it into a uh, a a big cup, a big yep. straw into a big uh cup. Of course that's what you'd have at the fry cook games. And he says they come from everywhere microwaves hum. I think that's funny. Yeah. And then we that's have... like what they do in at fast food places, they hum. Well, I guess they always hum no matter what. Yeah. 
Um, and then a guy doing like discus with like a patty, throwing it onto a grill. Yeah, and patty there's even sizzle. a ref. Right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, there's a ref. Yeah. Um, and heat lamps keep, or I'm sorry, and I was gonna say, and then there's like a, a fish that does gymnastics by bouncing on like a gelatin dessert with like yeah. fruit in it and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and he like flips four times and then lands. Yeah, big big flip. Yeah. Um, and then that's when the f- the fish head continues. And heat lamps keep the fast food spirit warm and soggy. But the real story is a bitter rivalry between former competitors, Mr. Krabs of the Krusty Krab and Plankton of the Chum Bucket. And, then and it's yeah, a it's, picture of each of them right. go up. And uh, so now we know that. You know, there's many games, but the thing everyone looks forward to is this one-on-one competition. Yeah, this is the big, the big rivalry. Yeah, I mean, who could forget the year Mr. Krabs won gold for his 500 pickle clean and jerk? And then you see Mr. Krabs uh, and Plankton are on the screen, and then you see Krabs lifting up two barrels that are full of pickles. So yeah, like uh right, like how we've seen weights in the past like uh you know, or like a barbell, it's got you know, it's got the skinny part where you grab it and then on the ends it it's got the weight. It's like that, you know. Yeah, but um, it's barrels. But it's barrels full of pickles, yeah. Yeah. And then when he lifts them up too, the pickles like kind of like pop out and then fall back in. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he says uh who could forget this clean and jerk? And then he goes, not plankton. And it shows them on the podium. There's only two of them, but there's still three spots for it. Uh, Krabs is right. on top with the gold. Plankton is below him. And he, uh, he grabs a hose and sprays Mr. Krabs's pants. So it looks like he peed himself. Yeah. It's so weird. It's a, it's yeah. a strange little joke and it's so fast. I'm yeah. like, what? He's like, hi, I lost. Well, you look like you peed yourself. Right. It's very weird. It's just so fast. It's like you blink and you miss it. It's a strange kind of joke. Yeah. To me. And then we get to, uh, uh, you know, or who could remember when Plankton won the hearts of millions by performing this perfect onion ring routine with a broken antenna and he's doing uh what are those things called just rings i think rings yeah yeah yeah. and he's you know holding himself up with them he's has his arms out and then down and you can see his antenna is tied up with bandages right right which is like i don't know i don't know if it's a specific reference but i know like in gymnastics a lot people like compete with like a broken ankle or something you know and it's like or a how broken freaking neck well it's like how do you even do that you know it's crazy yeah it is crazy to perform at that level best in the world people like well just to very... be like okay i'm injured i should definitely stop but yeah. i have to like i'm not you know this is my chance to be the best in the world yeah at my thing right i better i like i have to do it <laughs> like, crazy yeah um and this is a big deal to these boys. Uh, and he goes, Krabs wasn't moved. And when Krabs is in the second place one, he blows Plankton off the podium completely. Uh, then he goes, the fish continues on. Uh, the word is this year that Krusty Crab will be represented by a new competitor on what is perhaps the greatest day of his young life. And then we get a funny little gag, right? Where it's like a shadowy little 
guy that is obviously the outline of SpongeBob, and it has a question mark over it. But then he turns around, and you can see it's like there it was just painted on the back of SpongeBob, because he turns out of that. That was him. Wait, I'm sorry. Where? <laughs> I just spaced out for a second. What? What was that? Uh, the fish. He says that. You know, he talks about the new competitor on the greatest day of his young life. But then it's a shadowy figure with a question mark. And then SpongeBob turns around. That was like spray painted on his back. That image of the shadowy thing. You didn't notice that? I didn't realize that. That's funny. Oh, yeah. It was like on his back. It is him, you know. Yeah. Uh, But he's also got on a sweatband. He's got on uh, like a gymnastic suit, which is kind of like. Uh, a tank top with pants. Yeah. Like and it's a, red, white, and blue. Like a tr- track person or track and field guy. Yeah. So he's of. got the red headband and then the white and blue right. bottoms. Right. Uh, he's and ready. Then, and SpongeBob says exactly, this is perhaps the greatest day of my young life, Mr. Krabs. And he's like jogging in place. He's getting warm, you know. He's ready to, uh, yeah. to finally do it up. And he... Uh, so we're to believe then either SpongeBob hasn't been competing in the games or he hasn't been at the Krusty Krab a whole year yet. Right. Or, you know, it's one or the other. Right. He's never. I mean, yeah, it seems like up until this year, it's uh, yeah, it's one or the other, I guess. Who knows? Yeah. But um, so he's excited you know to represent the crusty crab to bring home the gold would be an honor uh and mr crabs is just excited about the free publicity to bring in more customers so that's that's why he tells spongebob don't lose um and miss and spongebob is into it though you know he's like aye aye mr crabs and he starts doing push-ups you know crusty crab crusty crab crusty crab and this is where things get a little bit wonky patrick comes up hey spongebob spongebob stops to talk to patrick you know hi patrick but then he does push-ups again crusty crab crusty crab crusty crab patrick is like looking at him like trying to figure out what is happening like you can tell he's like a bit befuddled he's like what what are you are you trying to move the ground that's what it that's the what he the conclusion he comes to yeah and he's like, you'll never do it like that. And so he, like, pulls the grass up yeah. from under SpongeBob like it's a tablecloth. You gotta get underneath it. <laughs> and it flips SpongeBob over. And Patch- or SpongeBob, of course, is, like, not happy because he's like, yo, I'm trying to train, bro. Yeah, and there's just this big square of grass missing. There. Yeah. and But he's like, I'm training for the games. And that it excites Patrick. He wants to play a game. And SpongeBob... You know, it's like, sorry, you got to be a fry cook, dude. And he starts jumping rope. <laughs> yeah. Um, be a fry cook. That's the, all I got to do. The Martin special jump rope. Yeah. Uh, that'll be easy. And then SpongeBob just like throws the jump rope back. He's like, what do you mean easy? Pfft, how hard can it be? It's like, you know, they just they don't let just anybody be a fry cook. We're an elite core. And Patrick's response is, oh, you're just flipping patties. (laughs) Hey, flipping is not as easy as it sounds. This is like the most, like, arrogant 
we've seen Patrick be in a, in a while. Yeah. Maybe ever. Um, but the, he's he's kind of not wrong. Like, no, he's not. But it's like he's not. He's in no place to talk about anything. Yeah. You but when I mean? he says you're just flipping patties, he. He, and he's like, flipping's not as easy as it sounds. Patrick flips over a, a rock that's there, and then he goes, Tss. Yeah. That's the whole job. <laughs> it's so I, good. I just proved that I can do the job. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, well, why don't you go home, Patrick? You can compete in the laying under a rock all day games. It's a good one, actually. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And then the way that they insult each other is great. And this is all just because... You know, Patrick's making fun of his job. Right. And, and Patrick, somehow he's arrived at the stadium not knowing that SpongeBob is going to compete. On the field, no less. Yeah. He just walked on the field. Yeah. And he goes, well, at least I don't polish my fingernails. And SpongeBob goes, oh, and points at him. You take that back. And then his index finger gleams. Yes, because it's polished. Yeah. Uh, And then... <laughs> He just continues, fingernails, fingernails, fingernails. Fingernails, fingernails. Oh, right. Okay. That's how he says it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, he's like, you don't even have fingernails. <gasps> I cannot believe what I am hearing. How can you hear it? You don't have ears either. <gasps> Duh, <bah>, <gasps> holes. Holes. Conehead. Yellow. Pink. <gasps> and then uh, and that's the beginning of a motif we'll see yeah patrick's pissed so that that's like their their order of insulting each other they go from like uh you polish your fingernails actual so you like even, you don't real... even have fingernails or ears and he's like well you have holes bitch they, he's they... like you have a cone head it's <laughs> like well, you're yellow. And he's like, you know what's worse than yellow? You're fucking pink. And he's like, damn it. Can't come back from that. That's it's, essentially It's so good it because they're like, uh, the the insults do, like, they get, like, less and less, like, thoughtful. You but know? more personal. Yeah, yeah. Like, the stuff that they can't change. Right, right. Exactly. It's like, you're... But I just love it, too, yellow. right? They could have been, like, so... They could have been so, like... I don't know, just being like conehead. It's like, yeah, I do have a conehead. I'm a fucking starfish. Like, yeah. what do you expect? Um, but they are actually offended by the things right. that are just their descriptions um, because they know that they're saying it in meaningful ways. Uh, and they won't stand for that. Patrick says he's going to get a job as a fry cook and it's going to be easy. Oh, come on. You're just flipping patties. Hey, flipping is not as easy as it sounds. Why don't you go home, Patrick? You can compete in the laying under a rock all day games. <gasps> oh, at least I don't polish my fingernails. <gasps> you take that back. Fingernails, fingernails, fingernails. You don't even have fingernails. I cannot believe what I am hearing. How can you hear it? You don't have ears either. Holes, holes. Conehead. Yellow. Pink. I've got to get a job as a fry cook and it'll be easy. Fine. Uh, Patrick walks off. Uh, now SpongeBob is doing giant uh, yeah, push-ups. Big boy push-ups. Yeah, his arms are getting huge. Crusty crap. He's like, crab. he's like, sh he's like pushing himself so high off the ground. 
Yeah. Like with his arms go so far and long. And Crab starts to smell something in the air and he goes, what is that? I smell plankton. And then we see plankton in this giant entrance way. Uh, He's in the tunnel, but the light makes it look like he's big. Like his, it, you see his, his shadow, shadow is really big. Yeah, but you see that. And then he's, he's just a little small. tiny boy, of course. And then he goes. He pulls out a human nose. It's like a big pink looking nose. Yeah. He puts it on and goes, "Oh yeah, well I smell." Pew! He's right, and he throws the nose away. So he does smell bad. Yeah. And um. Yeah, we get the two of them running. You should just play this because I think people will people will remember the visual in their heads if they've seen it. Yeah. But basically, it plays the noise of crabs running and then the noise of plankton running. It's a little and twinkly piano. Well, they're xylophones, right? It's like or whatever, yeah. And they're like walking all mad, but then it's like bam 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 Right, so. It turns into a show tune, and Krabs is actually playing on a piano, right? Yes. Yeah, he's playing on the piano as he's still moving forward. Plankton has the tuba, and he just, like, just... I love messing things up. And messes it up and goes, I love messing things up. Yeah. Uh, I like the little tuba he has. It's, like, funny, because it would be so tiny. Yeah. You know? Did we determine that the voice of Plankton is also the voice of the fish head? Who does the fish head? Um, yeah, it probably is. It's probably all uh, Mr. Lawrence, uh, if I had to guess. Yeah, that's what I the, thought, too. I would say the fish head is the same as Plankton, yeah. Because that's funny that, you know, he happens to be in that as well. Um, so Plankton... Uh, he like comes, he like runs, he gets up, they get close to each other, but Plankton has to get up on this little like cherry picker, cherry picker, little pedestal thing. It's like an yeah. elevator that takes him up to crabs level so he can talk to crabs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're just talking smack, you know, pretty strong smack to start it. Yeah. Are um, you ready to do or die crabs? He's going to kill him if he doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, Plankton, uh, they kind of have it like set up where it looks like Plankton doesn't know that Krabs isn't competing and it's going to be SpongeBob. So he's like, but he says, I'm going to kick your carapace, which we found out is like the top shell, the top part of the shell of like a, a crayfish or a, a crab or a lobster or a yeah. turtle even. But he's, uh, he's almost censored himself. Because he goes, the chum buck is going to kick, and he puts his arms up, but it makes the the lever thing go down. So he goes, I'm going to kick, oh, and, and then, then he raises it back up. Right. Your carapace, you know? Yeah. And, like, What's uh, he going to kick? What but it is, we had to look that word up, carapace, to find out what that meant. Right. I remembered the word, too. I said it when he said it, but I didn't know what it was exactly. Right. Um. And so... Mr. Krabs is like, that's what you think, but I got a champion, SpongeBob. And then SpongeBob does uh, some karate moves and uh, does some nunchuck stuff with spatulas. Yeah, and then he ends with, 
Yeah. And he like puts his hand over his mouth. Like, and he's got Look at him. Sp- yes, uh, sparkly eyes. In his Look. prime. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you ain't got no chance, but Plankton is one step ahead because he, too, has a champion. And then he gets on the microphone and goes, ladies and gentlemen, turn your attention to the southwest corner. Other way, imbeciles. They all turn one way, and he tells them to go the other way. Uh, right, they all turn the wrong way. Yeah. Nobody knows what Southwest is. So now they're looking, he goes, and stop, perfect. Uh, and then we see this giant shadow, and we hear stomps. Yeah. Representing the chum bucket, a creature so fearsome, so terrible, so mind-bendingly large, that those of you with weak constitutions may want to leave the stadium. And we see uh, Gold Team Rules Fish get up and like turn around and he's looking and then when he says that he's like i gotta get out of here yeah and uh uh plankton's like too late yeah uh, and he starts freaking out and the guy's coming the big the big guy's coming down the the tunnel you know yeah and everyone's covering their eyes too right quake with fear you mo- you mortal fools bow down before the awesome might of and then boom, boom big yeah, explosion. Yeah, he crashes through the the top of the wall. There's a couple fish like like laying around and that flew out of it. Right. And there's a ginor the biggest fish we've ever seen to date on the show. Uh big purple fish. He's got like a punk rock kinda like mohawk maybe. Or am I wrong? Does he have a mohawk? Uh I don't think so. Hmm. I might be getting mixed up with that other punk rock guy in the Shanghai episode. Yeah, I feel like he's just bald. Okay. It's a big guy, though, and he's yeah. wearing this, this like, demolition, like, axe and smash kind of get-up. Like, right. with the, like, I don't know, bondage type <laughs> look. But we find out what it is, right? Yeah, it's it, actually just a intricate satchel to carry... Yeah, because then uh, the real goes, this huge guy who's carrying the real contestant, and he turns around, Patrick Starr, and Patrick has been strapped to Just in back. this little pouch on his back. Yeah, like that's his big entrance. Yeah, and he pops out, and he's like, Ladies and gentlemen, turn your attention to the Southwest Corridor. Other way, imbeciles. And stop! Perfect! Representing the chum bucket, a creature so fearsome, so terrible, so mind-bendingly large that those of you with weak constitutions may want to leave the stadium. I gotta get out of here! Too late! Ready or not, here he comes. Quake with fear, you mortal fools! Bow down before the awesome might of... This huge guy who's carrying the real contestant, Patrick Starr! You know, SpongeBob again is like, what are you doing here? You're not a fry cook. And he's like, oh, yes, I am, Mr. SpongeBob Superior Pants. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Which is good. He is kind of right in this. Like, oh, you're so... Oh, yeah, you think you're so smart? Yeah. Well, check this out. And he lifts <laughs> up his shirt. He lifts up his shirt to reveal his uh, name tag, which he has sewn onto his body. Yeah. That always, like, made me feel kind of weird. Yeah. And it says, the chum bucket, Patrick. Uh, 
Yeah. And he's like, I've been working for the chum bucket for almost five minutes. Uh, and SpongeBob's like, well, it doesn't matter because you're going to eat my dust. No, I'm eating my own dust. Not if I eat it first. Yellow. Pink. <laughs> right? They're so dumb. Yeah. He's like, eat my dust. No, I'm going to eat mine. Oh, yeah? yeah. Not if I eat I'm going to eat it. It's like, you, just you can't have it. Yourself. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> He's like, well, you're yellow. You know, he doesn't even it's realize. It's like, like, you can't eat my shit because I'm going to eat it. I'm going to yeah. eat all of these turds. Yeah. It, they're so bad at this. Uh, but he even says to Krabs, uh, we get a fun little shot here, right? He's He goes, I can't believe it, Krabs. I thought Patrick was my friend. He goes, friend, not in here, he ain't. And then we get, like, a mirror of them. We're assuming that they're giving them the same, the exact, same speech exact speech right. and the same exact reaction. Plankton to Patrick and Krabs to SpongeBob. They're right. saying the same thing to each other. Because SpongeBob says, what do you mean? And Plankton goes, or, He's wait, not I did really the your voice. friend. I meant to say, SpongeBob says, what do you mean? And Plankton says, He's, He's not, not really your friend. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> He's plotting your downfall right now. He is. <laughs> I wonder if people could tell just by your voice, like who's who, because that's SpongeBob, right? Yeah. He's going to stab you in the back. He wouldn't. Of course he would. Just look at him. Square. The shape of evil. And he, Plankton makes, uh, like, you know, an L on both of his hands, uh, lining up SpongeBob, who's looking extra square. The shape of an L on SpongeBob's forehead. Yeah. So we know that part at least wasn't copied over because maybe he was like, look at him, starfish, the shape of Jesus. A star. <laughs> um, but then he's uh, the shape crabs. of Jesus. <laughs> crabs. He's making a mockery of your profession. Uh, are we going to let some pretender take away what belongs to the Krusty Krab? No. And then it, get mean. I mean, get angry. <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> now get out there and uh, and win that medal. It's just back and forth, back yeah. and forth. Hopefully that was fun. And then Patrick and Sp- Patrick and SpongeBob both scream. Yeah, and they're ah. they're they're still close to the giant fish that walked Patrick out. And yeah. he he has like a kind of a wimpy voice. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like the Bobby Lashley of fish. So, jumping right into it, we are in our first event, the deep fry pole vault, and it's a uh, pole vault typical thing, except instead of you got to get over the bar and you got to get over the vat of boiling hot grease. Yeah, as well. Over the fry king. Land on the ground too, no pad. Yeah. Which is like the way they did it in the old days, you know? You just oh, had to yeah. land on the ground like it's before crazy. they had pads and yeah. shit. High jump was the same way. You just landed on the ground. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> it's bonkers. Uh so uh that is the way that it looks. Uh Mr. Crab says, "Win this for the crusty crab." And SpongeBob runs and starts to go for the Krusty Krab, and then he uh, he does the pole vault. He jumps over the deep fryer and then he splats. He's completely splattered on the ground, uh, and they're all like, "Oh, the crowd!" But then SpongeBob forms his body into 
the number sign and then one or hashtag for those of you under the age of 20, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and that's like his new shape now and his eyes are all over the place. Yeah. Uh, then Plankton tells Patrick win this one because I told <laughs> you to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's like, because you told me to. Right. Like yeah. he has just as much motivation for because you told me to as for the crusty crab. Right. Right. Patrick is easy to uh, sway. Yeah. But he flips over. He lands, but he slowly bends the uh, the handle of the deep fryer, and it ends up sh- like throwing it on all these fish in the stadium. And there's a yep. whole section of fish uh, that get turned directly into fish sticks immediately. Yeah, and they're like actual fish sticks. Pictures of and them. the 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 uh, the lights. food vendor fish is there and there's heat lamps as well Yeah, the lights turn into heat lamps yeah and then uh and then there's like a sign that drops that like flips over and yeah. it's like fish sticks one dollar yeah. he's gonna sell people people that as food people that literally were alive a minute ago and they were ready for we it. all we all saw them die <laughs> this happened and now you want to sell them this just happened now they, they had belo- it ready you're claiming <laughs> They're, you're claiming them as your own property and selling them. <laughs> yeah. They have after, families. After he just vegeted the stadium and took out a big chunk of it. Like the yeah. Majin Buu saga. Yeah. Um, so that was not good. So on the next event, the Chocolate High Dive, which of course is a high diving, a very high up diving board with a pool of chocolate pudding or something uh, chocolate sauce sauce yeah yeah um and it's got like, like a syrup it's got like a mixer uh one of those hand mixers in it i think too like in the bowl oh yeah sticking out there's a lot to look at in this episode I, yeah. like i've said like it's a very pretty episode very colorful bright and vibrant and like a unique environment that we've never seen before yeah the whole thing's great uh, SpongeBob walks by Patrick and goes, "Make way for the real fry cook." He climbs up the ladder. The he's already told the announcer what he's gonna do. The announcer announces that he will be attempting a full banana fudge pop with two sticks. And SpongeBob's wearing a speedo too. Yeah, and it's kind of uncomfortable because his the the sides are still square and sticking out, and that's his gooch technically. You know, that's yeah. his under like genitalia area sticking out. Yeah, part parts of his gooch are out. Yeah, like, yeah, it's right. A weird. It's cut in a way where, right? It's not. It square, just. It know? only. It only covers like the the bits, like the gooch and everything is out. Yeah, just the balls and wiener are covered. <laughs> yeah, the um, balls and cock. Yeah, so he uh, gets up there and he shoves two uh, popsicle sticks into his head, and then. He goes in absolute silence. <laughs> they all, they're like, you know, you can just hear them lightly talking. Right. Uh, SpongeBob jumps off the diving board and just yells, Ice cream! For ice cream! He does some flips, goes toward the bowl, lands in the syrup uh, where he's completely covered. He jumps out and gets into like a sandbox, but it. It actually has toasted almonds. Toasted almonds. Because he goes, perfect entry and toasted almonds. That's unexpected. 
Uh, and then it shows him like looking, he's like turned on one of his sticks and he like looks great. He's covered in almonds. Uh, yeah, it's a fun thing, but also it's like, how's that unexpected? There was just a whole sandbox of toasted almonds. He set there. it up. Yeah. yeah. He had, he, if it wasn't set up already, he had to bring the toasted almonds and set it up. Like yeah. you would have seen him doing it. Exactly. <laughs> like you knew that's what he was going to do. But yeah, know? I love it how everyone sells it. Like it was like, Oh shit, the toasted almonds. We yeah. weren't, we weren't prepared for that. <laughs> uh, because they really weren't because, because uh, even plankton is like, uh, yeah, he says something about it, but yeah, at first, uh, they walk by each other, um, SpongeBob and Patrick, or Patrick, I'm sorry, SpongeBob is walking on his sticks, so he's walking upside down. Yeah. Um, on his his sticks. Top that, Pinky. And that's when Plankton is like almonds, curse him. That's good. Like, if only we knew. If only we brought almonds. Yeah. Like, but perhaps that's a little too highbrow for this crowd. You know, this crowd's crowd's not really an almond crowd. Right, right. That might be too highbrow. They 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 like the classics. Yeah. Which he, is what Patrick goes with. He thinks he's better than them. Yeah. Uh and Patrick's like, Grr. better than you. Grr. Yeah. Now get up there and show him how the common man prepares his frozen dairy treats. Like what a ridiculous game to have. Uh, where you just have to look like an ice cream. But uh, anyways, Patrick gets up there, and he's standing on top of the diving board in a sugar cone. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, his legs are completely covered from yeah, the waist down. Yeah, he looks like a ice cream cone his or a soft serve, you know. Right, but he has his arms out, Yep, and, and they're he- just sticking out and that face is a total like angry concentrated face right stone face stone face yeah right right and then um he like what does he do does he like he doesn't even wiggle off he just starts to fall off right it's a single scoop strawberry cone with a chocolate dip is what he's gonna do look at that concentration an old favorite yeah just look at that concentration yeah, he's he like just, upside down with the same exact pose, yeah, same face. He just has to uh when he turns, it's you know, it's just animated to where it just rotates him down. You know, he doesn't have to uh he doesn't animate at all. Right. So it's very easy to do. He's falling, he hits the bowl, syrup flies everywhere and he's like, Ooh, a little shaky on that entry. Right. But just look at that form and it's like a, an actual strawberry ice cream with like the chocolate on top and bits of chocolate laying in yeah, splats on the ground. Yeah, it's like a, it's a really good, uh, it's funny, very funny. Yeah. I like that. A uh, uh, live at like live action still photo type thing that they do, and um, that's when Patrick says, "Take that, yellow boy." <laughs> <laughs> And he's, it's just funny. They really are latching on to the color thing. Like yeah. they really. That really bugged both of them. They found that that's their, like, the thing that actually hurts them. Their trigger, right. So they keep bringing it up. Right. Laugh Laugh while you can, can, Pinky. It's not over yet. And Patrick, classic line, that's what you think, but it's not over yet. Yeah. (laughs) He kind of talks, like, like in that ridiculous way that uh, Andy Samberg talks. That's what you think, but it's not (laughs) over yet. That's what you think, but it's not over yet. That is you know. such an Andy Samberg thing. 
Yeah. Um, so then we get to a montage of what they're doing. Uh, we see SpongeBob uh, tossing a patty right. like a like a shot a put. shot put. Yeah. And then there's yeah, Patrick is doing. I mean, ice skating. It looks like it would be like. It looks like it would be like speed skating or something, but his getup makes it look like it's figure skating. He's wearing yeah. like a fancy shirt or whatever. Right. But, but yeah, he's, he's got, got butter on his feet and he's <laughs> yeah. like skating across a grill. Leaving marks, you know. Trails. And then this one, I didn't know what it was, <laughs> but he's like, pa- Patrick lifts a giant bottle of ketchup like up in, and throws it up into the air. Yeah. What event is that supposed um, to be like? It reminds me of the anchor toss. Oh, anchor toss. Okay. Is that from, what that is? From the previous spongebob episode oh oh right but it's oh right what do they call that hammer throw that's what it is yeah that's what it's it's similar there's like shot put shot put uh discus and hammer throw are all kind of the same thing just different things that you're throwing yeah like shot put is a is a ball discus is a disc and then hammer is like a fucking thing on a string yeah, but this one he just like lifts up straight. Yeah, so end. I don't know that that's actually like there's an event exactly like that. I don't know, but it's a, like a giant, heavy bottle of ketchup. Is yeah, what it, is. We, it says like one thousand on it. Yeah, too. right. Uh, SpongeBob and Patrick are racing on a track and they're carrying trays of food. Yeah, like doing uh, hurdles. Yeah, while carrying carrying the yeah a tray of food. Uh, they there's a they're both riding on spatulas um and this is actually a really good shot because like spongebob's there and then you can see patrick sort of like come into the frame and like match up with him and patrick's like looking all like mean at towards spongebob but uh that i guess would be like a like ski like mogul jump isn't that what they call that uh i'm not sure but you know those big ski jumps where they like and they like fly basically right and then uh then they're like doing a salsa dance type thing, dressed yes, in Hawaiian I, garb. I looked this fruit. up. That's uh, that's called samba. That's samba, what that. That's, that's what right. that look is. Because I was curious about that. Yeah, I was like, I know there's a name for that, and I've mentioned it on the podcast before. Where I'm like, because there, there was a part where he has a a hat with fruit on it, and yeah. I remember it was like, yeah, whatever that's called. It, I couldn't think of what it was called. It's samba, is what it is. Yeah, cut to an image of. A giant hamburger uh, with a ring in it, like a makeshift ring. There's pieces of bamboo toothpicks. What are they? I, I, I think they're just like cylinders that make up the ring. Oh, the ring. And the rope yeah, is, I mean they're just I like pieces the of. Is. They're just pieces of wood, I think. Yeah, and rope. Maybe. They're not even bamboo. It would have made more sense for it to be bamboo. That's like their normal motif. But I think these are literally just like planks of wood. Yeah. So uh, the we find out that uh, the score is tied, and this is the final event, bun wrestling. Uh, who's going to take it? Mr. Krabs of the Krusty Krab. Cut to Mr. Krabs rubbing SpongeBob's shoulders. Don't forget, he called ye yellow. Uh, SpongeBob picks up a chain, metal chain, bites it, chews it up, and then shows his teeth, which now have braces. Right. He made his own braces. It makes that. them really tough. Or plankton of the chum bucket. And uh, plankton. Uh, oh yeah, plankton says the same thing. Don't forget, he called you pink. Patrick, 
growls as he grabs a lemon, a yellow thing. Yep. And rips it in half. And then puts both each half, like either half onto uh, each one of his eyes. Just leaves them there. It's like, like jams oh! them in and leaves them there and just screams. Yeah. Oh, Which man. I told you, you should do that because you're, you're a vegan gimmick. I, yeah. Gimmick. And I've done it. I did it to, uh, Jackson Stone once. Yeah. I ripped a lemon in half and oh, then I put think it when in you told eyes. me that is when I told you you should do that. Right. Yourself. Probably. But yeah, that's cool. Um so then uh we get some some heavy metal music, we get the bell. Uh SpongeBob tears off his blue robe that he's wearing to show that now he's super jacked. He's like eight feet tall and has you know, the it's not like when he was became a god because he was still short. This time right. he's just jacked and huge. Yeah, like huge, like steroidy jacked. Yeah, like perfect, perfect body, like impossible to actually have in real life. Yeah. So now you know that's how ready he is for this. Patrick rips off his green robe, but then he's wearing a business suit with a tie and everything. Yeah. And he's like, oh shoot, which, uh. Yeah, I mean, you would have been able to see it, but it's a great little gag. Then he tears off the business suit. Now he's super buff. You know, he's got his shorts on still. Uh, they're right. shredded. Big, 10 pack, big 12 buff pack. boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, they uh, they lock up <laughs> in the middle of the ring. Yeah, they dive at each other. They do that, that scream thing. They dive at each other, and they're like, Ugh! Uh, and it like keeps going back uh, and forth. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. they collide. Then they lock up. They yeah. collide, and then yeah. Uh, I think Patrick has SpongeBob in a full Nelson at the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah, full Nelson, and then there's like a. I don't know. You could call it a headlock that SpongeBob has, but he's got yeah. like his arms and legs wrapped around SpongeBob's cone head, or I'm sorry, Patrick's cone head. Yeah. Um. And uh, then it goes to them like both tied up in a knot together, kind yeah. of. Um. And then they're just like beating themselves up. Yeah, they're yeah. SpongeBob's separated. like pulling on his own leg, and Patrick's just literally punching <laughs> himself in the face. Yeah, and then they look, and they're like, "Huh," and then they get back together. Uh. And we get to uh, Patrick has SpongeBob in an ankle lock. Yeah, he's got him face down, and he's got control, full control of him. Pulls his shoe off. SpongeBob has a sock that doesn't cover his foot. It just like clips under his what do you, foot. What do you, you know, what is the purpose of that? Yeah, <laughs> and his foot's completely open, and he goes, "Forget the chum bucket. This is personal." And he starts licking SpongeBob's foot, and he screams. And there's one of his other just absolute. It's it's. I'll probably play that because it's a really good scream too, and it's like three. Because you're like, it's just licking him. It's so good too. You see his face, like he's licking my foot, like. Uh, And but then he (gasps) then he gets around him, and he he wraps his leg around Patrick. Uh, SpongeBob's on top in like the full mount. And yeah. he grabs a pencil and he goes to put put it on Patrick's chest with the eraser down. Uh, Patrick's holding his arm. 
SpongeBob moves it over and he erases the first three letters of his name tag. Patrick looks at it and he's pissed. He goes, My name's not Rick! We used to say that in high yeah, school, too. Yeah, this is classic. classic. Uh, any, like, any person I meet named Patrick just becomes Rick to me yeah. in my head. My <laughs> like, name's not Rick. I don't know why it just it's and automatically yeah right it's like oh <laughs> uh then they're uh like really locked up this time and their faces are close SpongeBob's like I don't like you Patrick oh, I don't like you more Sp- I never liked you I a thousand times never liked you pink yellow they're like, they're really locked up. They're like two rams going at it, locking horns. Yeah. Um. So much so that you hear rip, and then they look down, and their pants just fall off. The crowd kind of like laughs a, a little. A double bit pants too. rip. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love too how the pants just like fall down around their ankles, and then we yeah. get two really good close-ups, especially Patrick's. I love. Yeah, they're both just jacked freaking jacked bodies uh with whitey tighties except patrick's are full bright yellow and uh spongebob's are full bright pink i just want to talk about the way patrick's body looks though too because he has like these stubby little legs still yeah but they're but this like huge butt because he's yeah because he doesn't skip leg day you know and then like this butt and then it just turns into a tiny skinny waist that's like all ripped and then it just gets it's just so funny looking like if you uh, watch the episode at home like pause on that frame it's funny yeah so good but spongebob looks at the underwear and goes yellow pink yep and they start crying you do care yeah they're hugging each yeah, other now, they're now. Full on hugging each other these gigantic instead of wrestling beasts. yeah it turns into crying and hugging yeah and they're like let's promise to in never your underwear again, no buddy. less yeah yeah pal let's go home and they just they're walking and whistling and they're holding hands and they're still completely yeah as the crowd just boos like Krabs is like where are you going Get back in there and kill each other. Um, SpongeBob and Patrick are just moving, but now they've just got their arms behind each other's backs. Uh, Patrick says, you're my best friend ever. You too, Patrick. And Patrick goes, you know, these were white when I bought them. So Uh-oh. Patrick is just pissed in his pants so much that they turned yellow. He's pissed it's all so over gross. them, front and back. All over. They're so yellow. Like, he's literally, like, taken them off and then just, like, put them on the floor and pissed on them. Like, and just coated them. Like, yeah. how would they get so yellow? But it it doesn't necessarily mean he didn't wear them because they're yellow for SpongeBob. <laughs> right. But they definitely weren't yellow. Right. He's so like, gross. they weren't always yellow, but I'm glad that they are yellow. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, yellow things are pretty cool. Easy, perfect score for this one. Easily. Yeah, yeah. It's such a good episode. Like I've said. I wish we could give more than perfect. So good to watch. So fun. Still fun. Like, this one really, really held up. As if we're like, Meltzer, this is probably the first uh, six-star match. Six-star match. Yeah. Six-star episode. Yeah. If we're Meltzer. So that does it for us here at the Striped Sweater Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I have been Alexander Beardsley. 
You can find me all over the internet under my uh, other name, Ashton Waganda, A-S-H-T-O-N-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. Quite a name, I know, but you can find me if you want. I'm all over the place, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram, and all that stuff. All the social medias, pretty much, you can find me. Uh, So, yeah. I'm Zach Main, totally rad underscore Zach. Find me on all social medias. Um, talk to us on stripesorterproductions at gmail.com. You know, send us a message or on Facebook or on uh, our personal Instagrams or Twitters or anything. You know, feel free to reach out to us, leave a review, as we've said. Yeah, and that's about it for that. But before we end the Striped Sweater podcast, I wanted to take time to shout out a man who I'm having a match with this Saturday at Metro Pro Wrestling at RK in Southgate. A man by the name of Isaiah Bronner. Isaiah, do you think I'm some sort of joke? I saw what you put on Facebook. You think that somebody should make a GoFundMe account for me because I'm going to be so beat up by you after our match. I get it. It's a funny joke. You're a funny guy. And I like to have fun too, as you know. However, this Saturday is not going to be about fun. Uh, I don't know if you have a short memory, but the last time that I was in the ring with you, I was on the winning team and you were on the losing team, bud. I don't know if you realize I've been wrestling longer than you. I don't know if you've noticed that the last time that I lost in a fair fight was to Gavin Quinn, the champion, right after I had had a match previous to it. That's how long it's been. RK is my home. Those people in Southgate are my people. And you're going to look real stupid looking up at me from the mat with my hand raised and the people chanting my name. See you there, bud. So anyways, that does it for us. Call me Dragon. <laughs> you have to call me Nighthawk. That's what my router's name is. Nighthawk? That's the name of the type of router that it is. Oh. A Netgear Nighthawk. Nice. Yeah. A Jackhawk 9000. Available at Walmart. The Jackoff 9000. <laughs>